0: One two one two. Testing testing. All right, I'm talking into this to see if it works. Talking to yours for a second. Mic check. One two one two. Okay, let's so. see if that works. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. I am so excited for today because I have an in-person guest with me, and he's actually in LA because he had some events here. And I told him he had to come on because he's so inspiring and like just quite the entrepreneur is Brian Breach. He's a content creator. He's a viral prankster comedian. He's a influencer. He's a recent TEDx speaker. Honestly, like he's just so inspiring and he actually used to be a musician. Brian, welcome to my show.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm, thank I'm, you I'm, for being here. I'm glad to be here. I love being in LA. It's an amazing place. And now I'm excited to be on your podcast. Yes,
0: I'm so excited to have you. And like I said, you know, we connected on social media for a while now. We've been following each other and talking to each other. And when I saw you were gonna be here for your events, for your uh, TEDx speech and everything else, I was like, You have to come on because I just think your story is so inspiring. So before we kind of get into you, and I have of course so many good questions for you, but tell my audience a little bit about Brian Breach and who you are, kinda you know, where you started and like So people can obviously get a feel for you because I told you this podcast is really stripped down, real, and raw. So like give us your real, raw self.
1: The real, raw. (laughs) I don't even know what I do anymore. That's that's the real, raw. So long story short, I started off uh, back in New York many moons ago. I was born to an extremely busy dad and a very abusive mom. and. You know, we left New York. So my mom, uh, um, my mom cheated on my dad during that period of time. Um, and long story short, she contracted HIV. She was, selling, oh my God. she was selling drugs at that time. Wow! And unbeknownst to her, we actually. Uh, we moved to Florida, came down here. She meets a man named, man named Jordan. Uh, he, he becomes my stepdad in the sense he lived with us for four or five years. And when my mom was in the hospital getting super sick, um, my grandmother comes up to me, she hands me a newspaper. She's like, Brian, I want you to read this paper. And I'm reading the paper. And what it said was that Jordan had been killed in some kind of deal gone wrong. Oh um, so my mom's in the hospital, my, my, you know, my stepdad passed away. I had four other family members pass away at that time. And then, um, you know, as a little Jewish kid, you have a bar mitzvah, right? And, um, And you're supposed to figuratively become a man. Well, straight from my bar mitzvah, I went to say my goodbyes to my mom one last time again. And she passed away shortly after. So I literally had to become a man, grow up super quick. Uh, My dad gets custody. Um, He's broke at the time. He's sleeping on the floor in an apartment in Pines, Florida. And he actually meets a woman. We move into her house. And within the first month of living with her, my new stepmom, they find a golf ball brain tumor behind her eye. And she has a grand mal seizure and almost dies. She's out of work. And then my dad... Uh, shortly after that has back surgery and the hospital gives him a staph infection and almost killed him. He was out of work for nine months. So I was, so all that stuff kind of made me into the independent 13. Wow. Yeah. So, so you
0: were like, really yeah, it was, through it at a young age. yeah, I went
1: through it at a young age, but you know, it's weird when you're at that age, you feel like this is normal. This is life, this is uh-huh. how it's supposed to be. It wasn't until I turned like probably uh, 21, 22, where I look back and I'm like, that was fucked up. Yeah, you know, it was a little, it was a little crazy, but you know, I feel like all that stuff, and you, you got to take all the negativity in this life and turn it into positive. It's 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 fueled me. It's became my steam to move forward. You know, so you just got to take all that negativity and push forward with it. Well, you know, and you
0: have tremendously yeah. and and like I said before, I mean – You know, you came from actually the musician world.
1: Right, definitely.
0: And now recently transitioned into this TEDx speaker, this content creator, this viral prankster social (laughs) experiments. I mean It's been a weird journey. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure, but it's like so many people have enjoyed following it and there's been so many actual like viral projects for you. Can you kind of, you know, fast forward to going through those hardships? No, and like you said, you've turned those negatives into positives you know, how has that kind of put you now in this world that you're in? And how does it, I guess, affect you and inspire you to do what you're doing today?
1: Uh, absolutely. So I, I guess I'll start where, where my journey began in the music world. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I graduated from high school. Uh, you know, I, I remember I went to college for three years and I dropped out. And on my third year, I'm like... Um, I'm over. I'm over school. I'm going so hard with music. I remember I was so I was so not paying attention to school at that time that I walked in on a final exam, had no idea it was a final exam, and I looked at someone. and I was like, hey. What are y'all doing? He's like, it's the final exam. I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh I literally walked out and never withdrew and never went back to college. I never stepped wow. foot on a college campus again. Um, so I started performing a lot with, with one of my good friends, Lex One. He, you know, He's like my best friend. He's almost been like a mentor to me all these years. And we started performing for a lot of people. Um and it just started snowballing from there. Now, I was working all these crazy jobs, and in 2004 to 2008 was my last job, but in 2006, I got arrested two times within a span of two weeks like an idiot, and oh um, that literally, I did not know that. yeah, uh, I, I talk about a little bit of my talks, but uh-huh. I don't put it out too much, sure. so um, during that time, around 2008, again, I was I was focused on music, my, my job at the time knew I was And, um, I remember they're like, listen, Brian, we have to fire you, but we love you. We want you to work in a different department in the same building. I'm like, okay. So I go to interview with a different department, with a a different department, with a guy who knew me for four years. And for some reason he runs my background anyway. I'm like, why would you run my background when you know I've been here for four years? So he runs it and he goes, man, we can't hire you. I'm like, huh? I I was scared at that time. I was like, if the, if the own company that I was working for, for four years, is not going to hire me. And then I tried to get a job at a ton of places. No one would hire me. So I was thrown to the wolves. I didn't have a choice but to become an entrepreneur. I'm not always, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say I always did the right thing to sure. stay afloat. I definitely mm-hmm. tried. Um, so right off the gate, we start performing. We're making money that way. Then my, my friend suggested, he's like, why don't we stop waiting for people to put us on shows? And we should start becoming the promoter ourselves so we can make money. So. In essence, I became the promoter, so not only did I book the major artists, I got to open for them, I got to put my face as big as him on the flyer, I paid the door girl, I got a piece of the bar, and I started making money throwing hip-hop shows in South Florida. Um, Once I realized that was unsustainable because it was very tricky in South Florida, um, (laughs) Miami people don't go to West Palm, Miami (laughs) people won't go to Broward, Broward goes to West Palm, it was so annoying, so... um, we turned that into uh, an independent label. So we're like, all right, let's try to make money a different way. We got a collective group of artists. We named them GTPS. That was the movement. It standard for Get That Paper Sun or Growing Towards Perfect Survival or Get That Problem Solved, anything to do with positivity. And we started a label. And I thought I was gonna be the next P. Diddy, a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> shit did not work out like that <laughs> at all. So he's like, Forget this. We need tangible money now. We need to have like a real business. So he had this printing background, printing uh, you know, printing flyers and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. He saw the matrix in printing. I didn't see it. But we were given this thirty thousand square foot warehouse to move into because he knew somebody that, that had a warehouse that was just sitting there. So we moved in, we spent uh, months painting the place, wrapping the walls, making this place like Rob Deerdeck's fantasy factory, but in wow. the but in the hood, and then the building sold in nine months and we were out on our asses. I was so oh, pissed. Oh my god. So long story short, I started a clothing line after that, and then I started a uh, social media business after that. Okay, I quit music in 2016. That was my last project. I put it out to the world, and I was like, I'm done with music. I'm not moving up to where I want to be. And I'm like, I already have a following. I'm already verified on Instagram for music. I don't want to lose my following, so I'm going to transition into this weird comedy sketch, viral social experiment, prankster world. to say
0: to the world, and I guess to yourself, like, they I'm done with music
1: it i felt like i was cheating on music because music was like my mistress for so long you know Mm -hmm. and when i'm not in the studio anytime i would even watch tv too long i'm like i should be writing i should be in the studio what am i doing so i made that transition i remember writing on a whiteboard and vision board and saying all right, this is what you're doing. I put all the social experiment stuff, skits I want to shoot. And I said, you have one year to go viral. If it doesn't work, you're done. One year. And at the end of that year, I got a TED Talk. I think it was two months prior to the thing that I did going viral. And then right at the end of the year, I mean, it was I think it was like the month prior, three weeks prior to my deadline, wow. something took off. Your
0: own deadline you set for My yourself. own deadline
1: I set for myself. <laughs> um, it took off and went internationally viral. And between the power of the TED Talk at that time and that thing that went viral, it was the perfect storm. And it's given me, so many opportunities. I mean, I've gotten a million opportunities. And then, then after that, I, I I did all these crazy social experiments. I put up a billboard over I-95 with my face (laughs) on a half naked body that got me on a TV show. It got me on a documentary. Um, it got me to collab with someone on my own show now. And and, you know, it's just been a snowball effect of craziness,
0: wild journey. journey. I
1: don't, I don't even know how the hell I got here, but I'm here. And my, my followers were actually confused by it. The first thing I put out, they had no idea what I was doing. They're like, What is this? Brian raps. He's not. He doesn't put out. And I, I remember I put this thing out where I walked in. I I used my real dad for this social experiment. (laughs) And he was in a restaurant pretending to uh, cheat with my fiance. And I walked in the restaurant in Azteca, Mexican restaurant. I'm screaming like, "You're fucking cheating on me with my fucking father!" (laughs) And I remember posting it, and family members that I barely talked to in New York, they didn't know that I was doing these social experiments yet, and they flip the hell out of oh, my dad. Sure. You piece Great. of shit. Why that? would you fucking, they my dad, Yeah, and oh, I told my, my I told my dad it was going to happen, but he doesn't listen. And he, oh, w- he God. was like, the whole family's <laughs> turning on me. You got to tell him it was fake. And I'm like, it's obviously fake, but okay. I'll write them and tell them it was fake. And then, uh, oh, my everyone calmed the hell down. God. They were all mad at me. And, and, and I can imagine that would cause
0: a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Was, of chaos. Was, like, yeah I can see that. It was my a little nuts. Definitely lose their shit. Yeah. It was a little crazy.
1: Yeah, so that that was uh, that was the journey, and now I'm speaking at a bunch of places. I'm in LA to to speak at NetCon. I'm speaking in Puerto Rico and Disrupt Week on the 25th. Oh, that's amazing! And then I'm a ring announcer on some celebrity boxing tournament. <laughs> I don't even know. So one oh, of my thing. friends is like, "So you're a ring announcer now, huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "I guess I'm a ring announcer now, oh, you okay. know."
0: Doing these different opportunities, everything. As an entrepreneur and, and you know, flying by the seat of your pants. Yes. Just enjoying it. Enjoying.
1: I'm taking it all in. Yeah. Whatever comes my way, I'm, I'm moving forward no matter what. I mean, what else are you supposed to do in life? You're supposed to. You can't be stagnant. No. Whatever. You just
0: move forward. You take the
1: opportunities you have and you move forward with it. Right. Yeah. And
0: so when you do these TEDx talks, right? and I caught yeah. a little bit of them, you know, from social and everything right. and everything that you share. You know, you talk about, like, your journey of, you know, what you went through, the hardships when you were young. Right. And, you know, talk about how leaving music and now what you're doing and, like, how, you know, you've chosen to stay positive and move yourself forward. When you talk about these things in your TEDx, like is it hard for you to share and be so vulnerable to then also give that, I guess, inspiration to others to right. be able to move forward?
1: Right, you know, it. I think when I was writing my TEDx, you know, I think about the scenario and I've already made a song, a specific song about my childhood and growing up. And when, you know, I think when I'm writing it and I'm alone by myself and I can be emotional, then it, then I feel it. But I feel like the story was so long ago, I feel like it's it's almost like just a story to me now. So when I was giving my TEDx, I thought to myself, I'm like, don't get emotional while you're telling the story, but but I, I practiced so many times okay. that it was almost like robotic. That it was seven weeks of rehearsals for the TEDx, wow. so it was just me, you know, saying the story again, right. you know, to and, and the picture, and yeah. It, yeah. So um, there, when I listen to a, there's a specific song I made called, made called "My Past" on my album. Matter of fact, when I listen to that by myself, yeah, I start getting choked um, up, and it hits me again yeah. because I talk, I go into more detail. But when I feel like when I tell the story again it's, you know, it's just telling my story and, you know, I'm used to it. And, you know, again, I was 13 years old. I've had plenty of time to contemplate and think about it and and be emotional about it. Now it's just a story to hopefully motivate people, you know?
0: Right. Well, I think that's amazing that you, you know, do use that story because I think there are a lot of people who are born into, you know, different hardships or maybe, you know, don't expect things, you know, at a young age in life. And they think like this is permanent or they think, know I deserve this and then I'm not going to be able to be successful down the road right. it's like good for you yeah. for showing people like I have learned from this I have built myself up you know I have inspired right. myself like you said taken the negative and turned into positive exactly and created yourself to move forward and now do these TEDx talks and these really cool viral you know comedy and, and pranks and everything so do you feel like in a way when you do some of these viral pranks right. is it like Therapy
1: to you you know it, it's what I learned this last year about these social experiments is that if I you know I, I believe in that quote um everything you want is on the other side of fear you know I hear people talk about it I've heard Will Smith say it so many times mm-hmm. everything that I've done this last year that has made me sick to my stomach want to throw up not in my stomach nervous handshaking has gotten me the furthest I've ever been Wow! so I so at this point in time I won't even do something unless it makes me sick so if it's easy and, and I don't get a, a negative reaction in my body to it. <laughs> I feel like, Oh, it's not going to go anywhere. Wow. But you know, at neck even in NECA, I, I, everywhere I speak, there's always, you know, a human, you're going to be nervous of just before course. you go up. You're thinking about, Oh, what are they going to think about? You know, but if I don't feel that way, it's, it, it's not a great opportunity. You have to be sick to yourself. You have to be nervous. When I did the social experiment where I did the thing of the heat game, my TEDx, my hands were like this. Shaking. I was it was so funny. I uh, I have this reaction. When I get nervous, my mouth gets dry. So <laughs> they wouldn't let me take water on stage at the TEDx. Oh, wow. And I'm like, damn. So <laughs> I started noticing during my rehearsals because you're rehearsing in front of a bunch of people and they're all judging you and giving you feedback. So I just remember like um, my throat kept going dry. It's like, I don't know. It's just my body is nothing I can control. It's a fight or fight reaction. My mouth goes dry. (laughs) So right before the TEDx, there's a speaker curtain and I'm behind it. And I literally have a bottle of water, uh, a Ludens cough drop, and then... Uh, like a uh, mouth lube that speakers use, and I'm sitting there like a weirdo. Uh, I took a sip of water, the Ludens, the lube, and I kept rotating them. And the host comes back there, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "This is how I'm gonna keep my throat dry on stage." <laughs> she's, she's like, looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. Right. And then, and then I go on stage. Four minutes in, mouth dry. I was flipping, like I was internally panicking wow. because on a TEDx, a yeah. Like, yeah, in these talks they're a little bit more informal, where mm-hmm. where I can grab water and just, you know stop for a second if I want. TEDx, they're filming, it's right on point. And I just remember four minutes or five minutes in, all I heard from me was so and I, I thought that's how I was talking right. until I heard it back and I'm like oh my god you can hear me thank god
0: <laughs> but I thought I
1: was talking so messed up and I thought I messed the whole thing up right. and then thank god it, it went on to do well I think it's at like 22,000 views got oh, like 500 amazing. comments or something so I'm like oh right. thank god and in then your
0: mind, yeah, you had that fear, oh I had that like, fear you were like oh my God!" what if I'm not like yes. sounding correct and- but you have
1: to fight through that. no matter what it is you gotta fight through the fear that's gonna to get you to the next level, and that TEDx talk has got me a bunch of talks. You know, mm-hmm. I just spoke in Margaritaville. I'm doing NetCon. I'm doing Puerto Rico. I mean, that's amazing. It's and here consistent. In LA, you
0: just did like, uh, that was a t- TEDx right? And uh, then you also well,
1: this one, event. the one in LA was a, uh, the NetCon event. Okay. It was like um, the way they do it, it, it. It's it's the one day of sp- well, they had two days of speaking. I only spoke on one of the days, but right. then they had a, a yacht party afterwards. Ride, so party. yeah, it's like a full three day event. Um, got it. Okay. These kids are, you know, the Netcon guys are on another level. They're, <laughs> they're branding their stuff is more like uh, the talks, motivation, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and lifestyle. So they don't just, you know, it's just not speaking. They want to network in these awesome events. Yeah. People are partying too. You know, I'm all Them for it. 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 all together, right? That's yeah, cool. yeah, it's no, pretty cool. I
0: mean, and good for you. I'm like, it must have been pretty surreal for you. Yeah, you know, being at your from you know right. south florida and that's been home based pretty much for yes. you even though you've traveled like to be asked to be in la oh it's for so these events. it's so awesome
1: they flew me out they covered yeah, travel and all that it's stuff amazing. it's such it's such Good a blessing you. and you know it's crazy because you know I, i've done so many things and it's funny because there are people to look up to me but I feel I'm watching all the other speakers and I'm like I feel like these dudes are like light years ahead of me right. so I'm so grateful for the opportunity and they'll th- and you know they'll be like man you're, you're doing way more than me I'm like you're doing way more than me what do you mean you know right. so so constantly yeah. like being inspired always and
0: I have to say like from social media to meeting you in person like you're right. very humble thank you so you're much you're very down to earth you know and I think you that's well. a huge piece in that right yeah. I think especially you have to in be. LA I, I've seen over the years the ego I hate that Hollywood. shit yeah I think everyone does But yet some people do it and it's like they don't realize that like people don't get inspired off that. People don't don't feel like, oh, I want to like follow you and and, and do what you're doing. No, they want you to be humble. They want you to be inspiring for them. But they also want to feel like you said to me when we were uh, offline is like be relatable and right. feel like that they can like actually turn to you and say, Hey Brian, like yes. how did you get through that hard shit?
1: Right. hundred percent. You know, it's funny cause I'll stop listening to someone's music because they, they've been on humble or, mm-hmm. or they feel like they're the shit or something like that. I've had so many people, you know, uh, tell me like, I thought you were going to be totally different in person. And mm-hmm. I've also had people say, I've had people write me in my DMs, which I'm sure you have. And I reply back within like six minutes or something like, Did you seriously reply? Same thing. uh, Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, but why wouldn't I? They're like, yeah. Some people don't
0: even reply. They don't even like. It makes no sense. Yeah. But they're choosing to reach out to you and exactly call you, at least like say hello and like, right. see what maybe is going on or what they have a question on, like 100%. Especially being an influencer, which yes. I was going to talk to you about. You know, I know you, of course, make like fun, yeah, yeah, you're viral, <laughs> like you know, with some of the videos of people go check them out with you, like, yeah. see you with the verified, you know, check mark, yeah. like, hey, I'm here, I'm I influencing people, like, yeah, oh, you know, I have the verified check mark, <laughs> but like, in all seriousness, with being an influencer, yeah, like, that kind of did that start kind of from the music world? Or is that more now from being in the viral comedy, being that you do TEDx talks? Like, what do you think as far as your real influence, right? Because we talked about this offline. An influencer, quote unquote, isn't necessarily someone who influences. So for you, you actually are of influence. And you're, you know, giving people these positive feelings and inspiring. And you're really trying to do that with your own brand and move things forward. So do you feel like that influencer status kind of, came from these now new projects you're
1: doing? Yeah, that's it, a good question. I um So during music, yes, I, I was verified during music, but I didn't or maybe, I don't know if it was the word wasn't so popular back then, or maybe sure. it was, I, I didn't feel like an influencer, you mm-hmm. know? I just, You weren't maybe in
0: that space. Yeah,
1: exactly, I was in that space. You know, I did music, and people looked up to me, and, and I always got that stupid question, are you famous, or are you fit Like, people had <laughs> no idea what I do. Right. And, and then, um yeah, once I, uh, so here's the thing, so once, once all this stuff went down, and, and the thing went viral, and, and I did my TEDx, Every room I walk into, people introduce me in a different way. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so I went to this networking event and the, this girl was like toting me around and she would introduce me to every single person. This is Brian, he's a TEDx speaker. This is Brian, he's a TEDx speaker. And to everybody. I walk into another room, somebody's like, This is Brian, he's a comedian. This is Brian, he's a comedian, and I'm like, don't say comedian, because that's insult that's almost insulting to other com- right, to right, right, comedians a real comedians. Um and then um and then I walk into another room, someone's like, Yeah, this is Brian, he's an influence And so it just became a label out of nowhere now. You know, I guess um, that's hey, and I'm okay with it because if somebody wants to, to to label me that, you know, some I've had people be like, like last night we they were joking around. We're going to a restaurant. They're like, you know, Brian Bree, she's a celebrity. I don't call myself a celebrity, but if you want to say right, it, sure. be my mouthpiece and tell yeah, everybody, I'm sure. totally cool. If you want to call me an influencer in front of a hundred people, yeah, hell I'll yeah. Take it. yeah, I will yeah. take it all <laughs> day, every day. So I mean, yeah, so. In the term of influencer, there are some influencers that don't influence people. I do my best to incorporate motivation, inspiration, everything, because it's in me. From the, I remember being five years old, six years old, having that feeling of helping people. If I see a, somebody oh, wow. drop their glasses, I'd be the first person to reach for it, opening a door for a girl or you know, walking on the right side of the curb. It's just in me to help you. I just... I feel the need to do it. So I just feel like it would be a wasted opportunity if I'm doing all this stuff and I can't help people. It would be so ridiculous of me if I'm doing all this cool stuff and people are asking me for advice and I'm just like, fuck that guy. Right. No, I have to. Why wouldn't I? My goal in this life, yes, I want to be rich. I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But my goal in this life at the end of the day is to improve lives around me. I'm not always going to be here, but let's say I die tomorrow. Maybe maybe 50 pieces of advice I gave to 50 people will resonate with them and improve their lives. Like like almost right. like an organ dome you know what I mean <laughs> like I give them a piece of me and they go on to live a better life you right. know what I'm saying so yeah, damn sharing yeah. your,
0: your stories and your inspiration right. to inspire others exactly
1: I because, want my legacy to live on somehow right. through my words or whatever the hell my videos something that motivated somebody you know yeah so yeah. when
0: you do these videos, right, because I know yeah. people are going to like look up when they, they hear this podcast and they're going to be like, okay, what are these viral videos? So when you do these videos, how, <laughs> like, how do they go exactly? Like, you know, I mean, there's obviously been a, been a bunch of different ones. Talk to, yeah. talk to us a little bit about the one that went viral that was like on yeah. international TV and Fox picked up and all these things. Like, how does that yeah. all play
1: out? That that particular one was crazy. That was the only one out of everything I've done. I'm talking about skits, social experiments. That's the only one I did not plan at all. I woke up a morning and I went on Facebook. Every, every morning I like to... Not a book, but I like to read something to stimulate my mind—an article, whatever, comment, something. I go through my DMs, so I see this story on Facebook, and I'm almost positive it was like uh, there was some rich guy who gave a homeless guy money to give to other homeless people, something like that. So I remember watching the video that went viral, and I'm like, every Christmas I do something uh, uh, positive, or around New Year's. Last, uh, I think a year or two ago, I, I bought 100 hamb- uh, McDonald's hamburgers, and I popped my trunk, and we fed oh homeless in, in the middle of a parking lot. Yeah. And then so a couple of years later I do this one. So I wake up and I see this thing and I'm like, okay, this is cool. How can I put my own spin on it? So my spin was to go to Walgreens, I cut up my clothes. I put dirt on my face. I got a cardboard sign. And basically what we did was, and the crazy part was I hit up my videographer. I had no idea if anyone was going to be available that day. Usually I got to book my videographer days in right, advance to plan sure. everything out. So I contact her at the time. I was working with a, a different one. She was at some like engagement party or something. I'm like, she's no, there's no way. And she's like, yeah it sounds good I'll be there in two hours I'm like yes so funny part is I go to Walgreens I get the sign this is just um, more details of the day when I got online there there was this uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him in South Florida Help Me Howard you ever heard of him I haven't he's a a TV personality on the news who has been there he's a a famous lawyer who helps people they do a segment check him out He's in the line in front of me, and I'm looking at him, and he's on the news, and I'm like thinking, "Wow, this thing I'm doing could make the news." And um, I look at him, I was like, "Hey, you're helping me, Howard. How you doing?" I'm actually doing something right now that I think may make the news, and he looked at me like I was fucking crazy. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, bro, have fun today." And it did. So, That's um, funny. so we go in front of a Target, and I'm holding the sign that says, "Please help my family for the holidays" or whatever. And while I'm doing it, you know, so they're they're thinking I'm homeless um anyone that gave me a dollar or 50 cents or offered me food i end up giving them a hundred dollar bill in return so i would stop them when they're walking away be like, excuse me because you were such an awesome person and you wanted to help a homeless man today I want to give you a hundred dollars oh, to shop wow. at Target, and they're like, "What the fuck, people?" I had, yeah, like what's like, happening? What, what am I on right yeah. now? <laughs> I, I had one guy; he was crying and he hugged oh. me. He owned a pizzeria. He's like, "I'm gonna give, the, I'm gonna pay this forward." Oh. Another guy had a son with him. He's like, "Yo, what a teachable moment! Thank you so much for this." And then another guy in the middle of it's like, "Hey, I know you. I've seen your videos before." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!
0: Get the fuck out of here!" He
1: blew my cover for oh, that that wow. particular one, but it it was cool. Um, so. Long story short, you know, Channel 7 picked it up. I went to uh, meet up with them at 10 o'clock at night, and uh, they did the interview. And then the next day, it was crazy. Yeah. Every news station in the freaking world hit me up. Uh-huh. And it was just one after another after another. I was well, getting... Because it's inspiring. It, it you was, know, it's it was, funny, but it's yeah.
0: inspiring. And, like, I think, like, they said, a teachable moment. And right, I think too, right. And it's like... You know you're giving you're sending a message. You yeah. know it's like you just thought you were helping just this random homeless that right. You should do anyways. Yes, yes. But then you just paid it forward, and you're like, hey, here's a hundred bucks. Right. And like, look what I'm doing, and they're like, oh my god. Like, think about like if we all just thought about, hey, if I helped you, then yes. you help me and scratch your back, I'll scratch your back. And right. It's like not that there should be any like, oh, you should do this for me, but it's like just the thought of like. If I take care of you, you'll take care of me. That's right. how it should be, period. Yes,
1: absolutely. Right. 100%. And, and you know, thank God. Uh, you know what I'm happy about? I'm happy that that particular one went viral. I'm happy it wasn't some stupid You know, I did yeah. this thing where I pretended to be famous in a mall. That would have been cool. It went semi viral, but that sure. would have been cool if it went viral. I did some other really stupid stuff. But this is like meant to be. It was so, oh, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm glad that that one went viral. And also, what happened was uh, when, when it went viral, I set up a GoFundMe page. Be, okay, the internet's, there are a bunch of people on the internet are freaking nuts. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you're. <laughs> Something we don't Yeah, know. yeah, you, you get positive comments, of course. It was of like 90% course. positive, but I was getting hit with I, I was seeing comments on the when, when Inside Edition ran the story, and people were like, it's so stupid. Why did you give it to actual homeless people? <laughs> people at Target, they don't need right. money. First of all, you know how many times I shot the Target and Walmart where I was broke as shit? Yeah, I'm, I'm I've already given money to homeless people half my life. How do you even know? So right. I was getting all these comments. Oh, you should have everyone. To but we're gonna hear some. But, but this is what I did to just check all of them because I don't know why it, it it annoyed me. So I set up a GoFundMe page, and it was a lot of people on Facebook that didn't even know me that were following my fan page or, or got directed to my fan page that were making those making those comments as well. So I set up a GoFundMe page, and I and I, all the people that uh, that were talking shit that I didn't give that money to homeless people. The GoFundMe page was to raise money for actual people that need it and homeless people to give back the money and present it to some kind of charity, which I ended up doing. So I raised a thousand dollars and I gave the money to the Sonoran initiative that helps young people um that are trying to come up that were from hard environments you know Oh that's so nice So I took that link and every I remember it, every one I was like hey man you remember when you said that money didn't right. go to the right people here's the link not one not one set uh put money towards it to give to actual wow. homeless people but See, they're talking think, shit yeah. under my comments that oh why didn't you give it to actual homeless people right. why why don't you you well, know what i I'm just saying?
0: feel like that you know goes back to yeah. like just people wanting unfortunately some people i just want to hate some yeah people, but, but
1: i like the comments know. they boost you up in the algorithms they get you know <laughs> right. the, i'm right. okay with You're it like, hey, I'll yeah take it. But i take it but yeah. i think that
0: people you know unfortunately there's you know of course. In the world and there's a lot of people who are sad and they don't know how to express that so instead right. they attack and you know and then there's just some who just want to be hated <laughs> you know and i mean i think it's good that right. you use it to fuel you i there's love a lot it. of people Oof. who have a hard time you know with haters you know i mean yeah. even huge celebrities will yeah. choose it's hard. to sign off because they can't i mean listen even myself like when i was on you know bravo social experiment strip like, yeah yeah i got a ton of different positive negative feedback and it was hard for me like to like look at so much yes. of that hate and be like whoa okay i need to just like not read that or like, yes. let it fuel me and some of it did get to me. So it's, good for you it for does. You being like, hey, thank you. <laughs> I'll let it fuel me. You know? Right.
1: And I, that's probably one of the main things that fuel me. I first you know, I have motivational stuff on my walls. That fuels me. I everywhere I look mm-hmm. internally I get fuel. But there's something about people that The hate or screwing me over or somebody who cheated on me, like those things light the biggest fire. And when, when someone tries to screw me over or when I'm getting negative comments for no reason, I just keep going further and further and further, you know, and it it lights me.
0: Do you think that's because of what you went through as a young kid?
1: I think, I think it has to be. Um, maybe it was, I I try to think, I try, I've never seen a therapist, but I try to break this down sometimes. I'm like, you know, my mom wasn't a nice human, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? She was super abusive. She talked shit all day long. It was Mm -hmm. always negative. I love my grandma. My grandma was abusive too, even though I have more better, I have better memories of my grandmother, but she was like that too. Every time I would go to her house, it was negative, negative, negative. She was just like waiting for something just negative to happen in my life. they
0: were kind of brought
1: up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my dad told me the stories of of how they were before I was born. And they wow. were all, I mean, generations of nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank, you know, I got my dad's genes where he's a little on the crazy side, but he's a kind person. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it was that. Maybe just being told, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. I, I remember clearly, like, you're such a fucking idiot. Like that stuff pisses me off when you tell me i'm dumb when yeah, i know i'm sure. not dumb and i'm intelligent it drives me nuts so i don't know i don't know if it's this thing that i gotta so prove, maybe or, like,
0: prove yeah. or just maybe yeah. even just in the sense of like you're gonna tell me this like i'm no i'm gonna prove you wrong no oh, yeah way better than that absolutely I'm be, you know yep on I, a much higher plane than you ever expected kind of thing
1: absolutely I, I i i'll take the negative comments and i'll embrace them and turn them into something better you know
0: you know well i'm good for you with that and yeah. can i just say you know being obviously a new mama like yeah it you know it breaks my heart to hear that and yeah. and, and i appreciate you sharing that but I, you know yeah. i think it's amazing that you have come out on top and how much you yeah. have Thank done you. and learned from it and you know been so inspirational for others and also for yourself but like it, you know, it, it just shows you. It's like, right, so many people will say, like, oh, you know, like doomed to birth. There's so many people will say, you know, oh, you know, whatever your situation is and like that's what you're going to be. And like right. you're showing like that's not true. Like you came from a very so true. sad, messed up, you know, situation and background between, you know, your mom and your yeah. family and all these things. And now look at you, you know, as an adult, like thriving and all the things you learned and what you're doing to inspire and right. share and all these opportunities Thank came you. because of, you know, what you kind of went through. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's important to say and to talk about because is I think a lot of times, especially with social media, people just look at someone like you and they go, "Oh my God!" Like, "Oh, so he was like this cool musician, and like now he's, you know, this like yeah. famous TEDx speaker." Oh, I've gotten blah, blah, blah. that all the time. Of course you do. Your life is so easy. Yeah, oh, of course. When you people have no idea. Oh
1: my God! I had a best friend of mine that that I knew for years, and he's like, "Bro, man, you got nice clothes, and your hair is always cut, and this and that. And you're living so easy." I'm like, "What?" When he told me that, I was living in a house. It was this was in a particularly nice area, but we were barely paying the rent amongst four of us. I mean, I was literally. He couldn't afford $500 a month in rent. And he's saying how easy. my. I'm like, what are you even saying right now? Do you right. even understand what I've been through? So, and I get these messages all the time, all oh, your life. Because yeah. remember, you're, you're showing the high, highlight reel highlight. on social media. Absolutely. Nobody knows. My real life is washing dishes and doing freaking laundry yeah. by myself. Well, uh, you know what amen. I mean? Yeah. You go up to my home, <laughs> you know, know, I'm like
0: getting the baby down for a nap. I'm like barely out of my pajamas. Bejo- I mean, yeah. that's real life. Yeah, you know? for but sure. again, you don't show that on Yeah, Swiss nobody media. sees that. You see the highlight reel, which is why even for me, between right. this podcast... And my Instagram is, you know, like, I've been showing more real and raw because, like, right. I have to. Because I feel like, to me, especially in motherhood, it's, like, I need to share this because it's so important. Because right. everyone feels like it has to be a freaking highlight reel all the time. <laughs> so I'm, like, okay, here I am not looking so great, like, you know, in the right. trenches today because my daughter's being crazy. And, like, it is what it is, <laughs> right. you know? So, People relate to that right, more. Yeah. But it's, like, but I think that the fact that you at least share, like, hey, listen, it's not that easy. Right. And, like, I did come from hard times and i've you know gotten better for it and right. learned and, and progressed like that's what's most important and i feel like social media is such a highlight reel and there right. is so much of like people watching you and just seeing all these like oh my god this text you did or yeah. oh you were flown here but they don't know like the backstory of brian bridge right. they don't know the strip down like yeah. real and raw of like what's been there what you've gone through right absolutely you know? and like the foundation that like you didn't necessarily really have growing up yeah. and like you know, like what you know, like where you are now, and so I have a question. Like being, you know, yep. kind of a new mom. Like obviously, I'm trying to be, you know, the best, best mom I can be. Obviously, being a parent is really hard. But <laughs> you know, I think about like everything I do. You know, influences my daughter, right. and like everything I share. And so I always think about when I share things online, or I, I you know, talk about things. I'm like, what would my daughter think of that? What yes. would, you know? So for you now, like, because I know you were saying to me offline, like you do down the road want to be a dad, right? Like. How do you feel like you know that might affect you or how do you feel like that might change the way you raise right. you know your own children because of the family that you you know your mother and everything your situation
1: Absolutely yeah I, I all I know is the the whole abuse shit I mean my, my dad was never abusive it was just mm-hmm. my mom um that shit stops with me yeah. you know you mm-hmm. know maybe every once in a while I'll sm- smack him on the butt to, <laughs> you know check him a little yeah, bit, check a little bit. Yeah, yeah but that yeah. ridiculous cuz my my mom the way she did it she didn't Hit me as so. I had a friend uh, named Sean, and I remember going to his house one day. And he got in trouble. His mom go. His mom was like, "Okay, four hits with the paddle. Very nice. Very calm. No right. anger. Four quick hits." knows what he did wrong, goes on about his day, you know, he understands. Right, my well, mom back
0: then especially like that, yeah. like the and stuff was super... Yeah,
1: normal. yeah, yeah, so my mom did it out of anger, she lost it and just oh, wailed, like wow. she didn't even think about it, she was just out of control, and um, yeah, that, that shit stops with my generation, it's yeah. not, that's not gonna continue, I don't, I don't Good think, for yeah, for sure, I don't, I don't think that's healthy, but you know... Again, um, yeah, as far as one day being a dad, I wanna you know, I wanna instill as much positivity in this kid as possible. Let him know that he can he or she can do it. <laughs> like, he I'm thinking I want a boy. Um he or she could do whatever he wants and, and if I end up with a girl who, who has that abusive tendency, it's not gonna it's not gonna work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it but only only positivity moving forward all that all that stuff is going to stop yeah you know?
0: so in being in the future seeing yourself as a dad you're going to basically right. kind of what you're doing now exactly in these speeches and what you share you're going to be putting within your own family foundation positivity and yes. inspiration and teaching them that they can be anything, anything. they want to be absolutely yeah
1: yeah i'm going to still um, as much positivity as i can without being too preachy you know? <laughs> yes of course <laughs> i
0: know even me like I 18 months and i'm like oh, I feel like sometimes I could be preachy and I I shouldn't even know half the time what I'm saying, but I still feel like I want to say it out loud and tell her like, oh, you know, you're beautiful. Yes. Yes, you can do that. You know, and she like looks at me and smiles and I'm like, oh, I guess you're taking little pieces of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true. It's important, you know, Mm. and also I had to learn for me too is like teaching myself that own positivity and like going through my own journeys and my own like, you know, mental and physical and everything and emotional to be like, okay, I want to be a good version of me. Right. So that can even be a better version for her. Right, right. You know, and 100%. I think that's like a huge part of it. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it one day. I mean, in the meantime I'm just working on getting a goldfish at least. <laughs> a goldfish? Um A go gold- yeah. Say you okay. Passed? Yeah. <laughs> actually, I have a cat outside that I feed. Well, I had two that I feed. They were just ran- actually the neighbor threw them out threw them out of the house like a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So I took over feeding them. One just recently passed away. I actually buried him. Aww. I made a little plot and everything. Aww. <laughs> and then uh so now I got one in the back, but yeah. Um But a goldfish. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So one day I'll have a goldfish. Yeah, it's, it's just all about meeting the right person, you know. I, yeah. I always think like you know, the last two relationships I've been over the course of 7 years you know I'd never looked at them as somebody I could possibly have a child with because if I ever broke up with that person would I be able to deal with them for the rest of maybe the first my first ex I would be <laughs> probably a better choice than the second but um yeah I, I if, if I would have had a kid with my last girl I'd have been fucked okay. I mean it would have been the roughest road for years and I I want to focus on what I'm doing I just can't I can't have yeah, those kind no, of distractions
0: with long, you know with all good time I mean it's like I came out to LA, you know, nine and a half years ago, and my, you know, Justin, my husband was like, you know, a whole time, oh, we have a baby, we have a baby, and I was like, my career is my baby, like, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm working on right, right now, right. like, hold on, you know, and it was like, I got to figure that out first, but then, you know, I feel like you never find the right time, yeah. it just kind of finds you, yeah, yeah, but it's like, you are somewhat ready, like, you've kind of done yeah. some things in your career that you feel like, okay, I've really built all this up now like if you meet the right person I think too when you meet the right person then things shift you know when you meet the right girl and like she snatches you up you'll be like yeah oh, okay you're worth me giving my time to i'm still gonna work on my career but like now i can kind of separate time and see that there's an investment in this
1: absolutely right oh now, yeah investing in you yeah oh i'm definitely yeah i've been investing in me a lot lately this yeah. this whole year especially I think that's important yeah, definitely important and and yeah i think i'd be ready at this point i i've I felt ready for a while in that realm so it's just a matter listening. of you can
0: check out hey
1: ladies uh <laughs> send me a dm, DM at uh <laughs> brian little breach little at instagram <laughs>
0: We'll put it out there. But but no, I think it's good that you invest in you. You know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast and on my social. I think people are afraid to invest in them. And I think it's really important because at the end of the day, like, only you... Yeah. Are really what's important. Like, right, you take care of you. Of course, family and friends and all that are super important. But at the end of the day, it's you. Right. So like you have to invest in you. So that's what you're doing right
1: now. Absolutely. I, it, this is the most I've invested in myself. And there was a lot of times, even when I had this clothing line in the beginning, psyche, I, um I was scared to invest in myself. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you being scared of failure. This year, I swear, you know, people see all I'm doing, and yeah, of course I'm making money, obviously. Of course. But people, you know not where i want to be in the realm and i just look at it like damn you know i'm flying out here yes they're covering this but they're not covering that i'm like, should i put up my own money but i look at it like each piece of content and each opportunity all these people i met this weekend i mean even there were people in the crowd that did not speak and did not pay to be there That end up paying almost 1400 for three days to hang out with amazing people and i basically got the knowledge from all these people free so wow. even though even though i you know I'm speaking there. I still got to learn from all these incredible speakers. Not only that, I have lifelong friendships now with these people. We spent yeah. three days together on it's this amazing journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. on this amazing journey, and I, now I know that if I need to reach out to this guy to, you know, maybe a connection with this, and I, I'm a, I'm big on. Bringing value before I ever ask for a favor. I do not ask for favors from people. I want to do two favors prior to me ever asking a favor for someone. So all these connections I have now, I can reach out to this guy if I want to run an e-commerce store. If I could reach this, I could reach out to this guy to help me set up my Shopify store. I could reach right. out to this guy to help me in real estate. You're it's networking. yeah, it's it's all about networking. So keep moving forward and I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to continue to invest in myself some of my friends are like bro, you're spending too much you're spending you did I mean there even some of my social experiments I had to spend some decent money of on course, to make some of them create happen what
0: you, yeah. Th-
1: that billboard I put up was over four grand wow. you know what I mean? I mean I got quotes from 18,000 down to like two but yeah. w- what I got for that out of that that 4,000 or a little bit more than that that I spent on that billboard got me a ridiculous return. Mm-hmm. I have a partner on a TV show now. I got on a TV show because of it. I was right. on a documentary because of it. I mean, not because you, because Yes. because you invested
0: in yourself. I invested and you, myself. I in myself. Yes,
1: and I was that was that was a big one I was nervous about. It. I was thinking in my head I'm like is this going to come off like super area or is this gonna come off like I'm a lunatic like right, you're yeah. putting up a billboard on a naked body I was looking for a manager I, you know I had some managers that had rubbed me the wrong way after the thing oh, went well, viral well, so <laughs> yeah so I was like I'm gonna put up a billboard trying to find you know I'm, I'm gonna go the the Brian Breach route to try to find a manager and that's being over the top yeah, you know yeah, yeah. to put up this billboard and you know th- th- people are still talking about it everywhere I go yeah, yeah. somebody's like you madman. That was amazing. <laughs> I maybe had one negative comment. I think that was one of the comment. first things I kind of saw about <laughs> oh, you around, guys for first calling yeah. you, and we connected. Right. I think so. <laughs> I think
0: it was like the crazy billboard, and I was like, yep. what's this guy doing? <laughs> and, then I,
1: and then I protested my own billboard. So I stood out there as a character, Patrick Patty Patterson. I protested the billboard. Not only did I protest the billboard, I shot a skit for managers that were going to come to me from the billboard. And it was a skit basically saying um, – so I was just sitting there in a robe, and I'm like um, – it was basically a joke about, hey, managers, if you came here from the billboard, I want to let you know that I'm going to be one of your most easiest clients you ever had. And, <laughs> and I'm telling them I'm yeah, easy. What, yeah, but I'm telling them I'm easy while I, ha- I had two girls rubbing my hand. Oh my I had God. one feeding me grapes and the oh, other I one, brought me, she, oh one brought me cocaine. She, One brought me cocaine. So imagine being a manager and you're like <laughs> – so this is the message he's given to managers, and he's making a joke at like I don't yeah, know. I just thought course. it was an interesting, you know, uh, the right. right way to go. Like
0: I'm super easy, but like really looking at yeah. like my maintenance. Side, <laughs> right, like, exactly, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it
1: was fun. <laughs> so I'll continue to invest myself in myself to the day that I die, really. You yeah, know?
0: and I think I mean I think that's an important you know message, and I think that like again people need to think about that. And, and when you talked about before about you know fear and about you know believing in yourself, what do you think it is that you like allows to you to motivate yourself yeah. and to also be able to turn to yourself and say you know I can push past this fear or if a new fear comes up, you know, as I'm sure they do with all these new projects and, and believing in yourself, how do you push past that fear and how do you tell yourself to believe in yourself?
1: You know, it's 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 almost as simple as the Nike slogan, just do it. It really is. I got in my head lately, like, just stop overthinking everything and just do it. That's what life is. I remember Steve Jobs said this quote, and he's like, life, you can push things and something will pop out on the other side, meaning like, you could be sitting in a room with nothing going on in your life, no opportunities, and if you get online, send a bunch of DMs out, make some phone calls, you can literally create uh something out of nothing out of thin air so mm-hmm. so i think about this stuff and i'm like you know i have an idea and instead of sitting on the idea i just do it you know, okay. and so then you just move I just move forward without without going too crazy. Thing. Yes, I do strategize and I plan everything out, and I, I do stuff like that. But when I commit to an idea, I just do it. And as far as being motivated, I have different tactics. I watch only movies that have motivation. I like I try to I love sci-fi, but I try to stay away from it because I never get a take. You know, it's entertaining, yes. but I don't get a takeaway. Even sure. shows like I mean I know the drug shows, Walter Breaking Bad and Narcos, yeah, all those shows somehow some way because it's it's people starting from the bottom coming up. They motivate me. I you know Walter White, like he he's had so many memorable quotes that have resonated with me. Like he said something during the cancer part, not the drug dealing part, but the right. cancer part, where he's like he was talking to another cancer patient. He says something like, uh, "You never lose control ever. The cancer is going to kill me one day. Until then, I take control, bro." And it just gives me chills. I'm like, "Yes, wow. take control of your life, no matter if you got cancer, but whatever it is." So. Everything I surround myself with, all the people I surround myself with, they have to be motivational. All the stuff on my wall I have motivational quotes everywhere. So when in I'm in my home, bathroom, in my in home, your, yeah, in your wall. So everywhere. Walk us so like, what are some yeah. of
0: these? Like, what are some of these? You know, yes. like, uh, quotes or words? Absolutely.
1: That you're reading? So you walk, in, so you walk in my house, and above my couch, there's a big picture of Walter White, okay. and he's sitting around That's a hilarious. pile of money, and it says, "All hail the king." That's number one. <laughs> and I just look at that, and, and it, it again, not the drug dealing, but it just, I look at that, and I think like he he had an idea and he Created an empire, whether right. it was drugs or not, you know. Yeah. So then, on the right, in front of my TV, there's "Living Your Dream," and I think I forgot what the other one's like—Overcoming Success. And then above, um, above my kitchen, I got this uh, picture from Iconic where it says, "Greatness requires everything," and it's like the gas tank is half full, half empty, oh. or whatever. Um, then, if you go in my office, it's all like mafia stuff—people that <laughs> I know, people that have succeeded—and then I have money magazines. Then in my room, I have this picture of a map um, or the United States and every country above my TV. And I look at it, it just makes me think I could take over the world, you know? So, uh, and then in my bathroom downstairs, it says, um, never give up on your dreams. So when I'm literally taking a piss in my bathroom, <laughs> I'm reading, never give up on your dreams. I know it sounds no, weird. So I, every, it, I have to have it in my eyeline. And then when I wake up in my own bedroom, I have seven whiteboards with different things I need to do clients, this and that in my room. So the minute I wake up, I see the map that I can take over the world and I see all the stuff I need to do the other room has all the obvious stuff, you know, so like every, so you really everywhere.
0: have yourself like set up in your. Yes,
1: home. I oh oh I the biggest one I've completely forgot. So it, uh, I got rid of my kitchen table and oh my gosh. I, I um
0: definitely a single man. Yeah 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 <laughs> exactly. So
1: I have I have the words think above this one wall. It's, like, it's almost the size of your 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 kitchen cabinets here, okay. and it says think, and then underneath it, it's every not every, but uh, I think it's like. 12 prominent figures that have done something significant in their life. So wow. I had Steve Jobs up there, Martin Luther King's up there, I have uh, Schindler, uh, who's up there that saved the Jews during the Holocaust, I have um, Tesla's up there, Einstein's up there um and and a bunch of prominent figures have done something significant i've one mafia figure up there but he was the (laughs) mafia's accountant and he 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 did amazing things uh in that you know not in the killing world but you know what i mean um so there's all so i have all these prominent figures so when i look at the wall it just makes me think and the the reason i have them is because they've done something significant to change the world and i want to whether you know whether people agree with some of their politics or not that's not the point the point is they did something significant in this world they made a huge change and an impact and I want to make some kind of major impact in my life, so everywhere in my eye line, I'm motivated from 24 hours wow. a day. And you know, because you have to, people don't realize self motivation is not that damn easy. There are days yeah. that I don't want to get out of bed. Sure, you know I was, what I mean. Yeah,
0: so I was gonna kind of ask you about Right. It. So a lot of this helps. Yeah. Oh, with motivating every you every day and continuing to push yes. you forward. Yes. The and- music
1: I listen to too. Okay. When I'm in the car, I don't I don't listen to shit on the radio. I have I literally have playlists with strategic songs that the melody gives me like energy my oh, energy wow. you know when okay. i go to the gym i don't take pre-workout my energy is listening to music while i'm working out and i and i try to find the motivational songs so
0: you have structured playlists basically yes. for all different types of things like activities that you're doing in your life whether it be working yes. out or going for whatever it is yeah it's going to be in your right. ears or it's going to be around you you're going to see it in your eyeline and right. that's how you continue to motivate yourself absolutely okay so yeah. i have that, that's that's very inspiring so i have an interesting question. Yes. So, how do you allow yourself to like relax and decompress if you're oh. constantly filling yourself i know <laughs> because, no, i'm curious because like, i'm also you know an entrepreneur and yeah i don't have as much around you see like my signs and stuff and like i look at you know different things as well and i try to feed myself and i listen to different ted talks and you know podcasts and things like that yeah but there's sometimes where i feel like oh my gosh i have to shut it off because it right. becomes sometimes too much and then i kind of like I doubt myself, but I like have a minute where I'm like, am I doing enough? Right. What's going on? You know, and like you get almost like an overload. Yeah. So I'm curious for you as someone who is constantly <laughs> right. moving forward, super motivated. How do you allow yourself to kind of, you know, reel it in and relax? Like what do you like to yes. do for your own self-care?
1: That's awesome. Okay, so I, this, this may sound funny or one of them may sound funny. <laughs> so two things I do to kind of unwind. I don't, I'm a huge movie buff, you know, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs say, Shut the TV off and yeah, shut this and totally. and I get it and and that, and that's, they are right but there's something about movies to me that that I I, I know that the movie is, is part of my motivation but sometimes I can I'm a very visual person I can I can almost shut my eyes and, and be in another state you know uh, if I'm visualizing okay. it so when I'm watching you're a movie it, it takes me for yeah it takes me if I'm watching a movie you know when when you watch a movie you try to relate to the character you try to feel like that's what's happening if you're watching The Walking Dead you're trying to visualize yourself inside the walking dead if you could survive so when i watch particular movies i just i don't know i train i like i leave this world for a moment and i go there and it, it makes me stop thinking about all the shit that i'm doing um so oh, that that wow, kind of helps okay. also and it's funny um so if i'm dating someone you know we have a good sex life <laughs> you know i i you know i i know it sounds silly but i you know if i'm if i'm with a girl or we're in a relationship I'll literally schedule like, you know, I'll block off like six hours for like, <laughs> for like a night of, right. you know, watching movies, right. you know, being, being, being intimate. Being intimate yeah. yeah. And then, you know, go three times throughout the right, night or sure. something like that. And I just, I leave the earth for a minute, you know, yeah. and, and it, cause I, that's how I shut my brain off. When I go to sleep, I can't even sleep sometimes. If I'm laying in bed, I can't fall asleep. I'm literally, Your mind is racing. my mind just never stops. Yeah. So sometimes I'll disappear in a movie. Which really helps me. Like when I, I'm not a big fan of flying, but when I'm on a plane, I watch a movie. I'm not on that plane anymore. I'm in that movie. You know. Mm, okay. Um, and then, in the, so you
0: really take on. Yeah. Like your experiences. Yeah. and Like what you're watching and yes. like, what you're visualizing. It like you kind of just become part of it. Yes, exactly. Okay. And you know, especially. And that's how you allow yourself to shut your brain off. That's
1: how I shut my brain off. When I have those intimate nights, I literally, of you know, like, you know, the, there's a girl, you know, I'm seeing, and like when we're doing our thing for that, for, when we block off six hours, you know, we'll talk about it. And I'm like. It help. It literally helps me escape. I'm like I, I left. Oh yeah,
0: because you're yeah. being intimate with that person. Right. You're not thinking about, about all the other, about all other stuff. stuff. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're in the zone. You're right.
1: Right. Yeah. So I don't have any. Sense. I don't have any real meditate. You know, there's some people that meditate Absolutely. and they forget this That's and what that. I was curious. Right.
0: So everyone's different. Like I personally have gotten really into meditation lately. It's awesome. My, i really like like there's certain ones like journey live is one that i love because the app like has actual meditation teachers on it mm. and they really like guide you and i feel like that like for me personally i need a little bit of guidance right. so that helps me i'm not someone who can just kind of sit there yeah. and self-meditate even though i try yeah. I'm the same as you my brain won't shut off and i'm like okay what was i supposed to do a minute ago <laughs> right you know? right so like i need same the guidedness way. to do it you know but i also understand that like sometimes I'm just zoning out and like right. watching something so that's why i was curious i think everybody obviously finds self-care right. and relaxing different. So I was like like curious, like what you as an entrepreneur and being so motivated, all the things you're always doing, you're always on the go. Yeah. So like, it's like, how do you allow yourself to kind of reel it in?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Those two things help. I I, I'm sure other entrepreneurs have like, you know, techniques, my techniques, my technique to shut my brain off so I can stop thinking for a minute, get lost in a show like, you know, El Camino, the, the Breaking Bad movie came Uh out. I I was super excited and for that moment, I was in it. I'm not thinking about nothing. I'm so not distracted.
0: Maybe sometimes. Sometimes depends on what it is, yeah, sure. you know. But yeah, that I mean, that you're, you're focused focus. I'm
1: focused. That's how I shut my brain off, you okay. know. And but there's no other like real techniques to it. Maybe I'll find another one one day. But those two right now are my primary did, ones. Did, to did
0: being outside at all help you? Oh, that,
1: oh, okay. Maybe yeah, I should I should have said that. Every once in a while, I have to get out to nature. I have that. I'm not yeah, I need nature. Yeah.
0: Totally feeling overwhelmed like i'll just take a million put on a straw and we'll just go for a walk because i just need to get out right you right stop feeling like i'm like so heavy in it right i can't escape so Absolutely. It's like, okay, outside even just in my neighborhood lets me breathe
1: 100 yes. yeah I, I like going to i like going to places that I can take my mind off it you know in, in south florida there's different nature places I, i've been in the botanical gardens i've been in the morikami mm-hmm. museum where it's all outside plants and i'm so fascinated by these things so yeah i lose myself a little bit in that that, yeah. that would probably be later last on the list you know okay. those other things help me a but little overall bit more. it
0: sounds like kind of the common theme yeah to all yeah that is like you allow yourself to lose yourself yes right? i have and to you, and you just and let everything else go
1: yes it gives me a break because my my brain never stops working yeah it drives I'm it, sure i, mean, I wish i could shut sitting here yeah it, it drives me like, it drives me nuts sometimes you know i wish i could just shut it all off for <laughs> a little bit but you can't you know right yeah it just
0: yeah. keeps going so well this has been so like, motivational and inspiring is there anything else you would want to leave my audience with as, yes. as far as just Know, any uh, gems of you know inspiration or anything else? Of course, any new projects that are coming up too right. that you'd want to you know share and promote? Any funny right. new uh, you know viral? Uh, content <laughs> you can expect to see soon? Do anything fun for the holidays? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm working on something for the holidays. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to do it yet, but I actually already got my Halloween costume and I'm an it's Avenger nice. guy. I'm this uh, I'm I'm uh, Captain America. So I had this idea. You know, it's funny. I went into this Halloween store and they know me for years. It's like a rental place and um, like I had this idea that during the holidays for, you know, viral thing this year that I would dress up as like a like a superhero and I would go out and just do good deeds. Like <laughs> like I would have someone planted in a restaurant and they would tell me when someone checks some comes out and I'm just going to run the restaurant. And the superhero costume be like, excuse me, give me that check <laughs> and I'm going to pay for it. So I may I love it. I'm working on that, but it, everything's coming up so quick. So yeah. I, I may do that. Um, I'm working on I, I can't talk about the details of the show, but I'm trying to work on the show. I have a Very partner cool. now. So we're moving forward with that um as far as words of wisdom and just stay focused stop worrying about what everybody says stop worrying about what your family says just literally come up with an idea and do it And you will literally surprise yourself that you can get anything done in this life. Most people, when I talk to them, they tell me like, but you know, I'm worried about it. I don't know if I should do it. I don't know what people are going to think. Who gives a shit? We're all going to die one day. Yeah, I know right. it sounds so messed up. But that's yeah, the way but I think about things. We're all going to be dead. Right. Nothing, yeah. all this gossip, Why all this sure. bullshit. It's yeah. not going to matter. You think You think uh, someone's saying, um, you know, oh, I... I uh, someone talking shit about your shirt online is gonna is gonna be around in a hundred years. No one gives yeah, a shit. It's right. it's a it's a momentary comment. Get past all that. You know, I have a fear going on stage too. Sometimes, what are they gonna think? Are they gonna like my clothes? Oh my god, what if what if I got to stain my shirt? I didn't even notice. <laughs> you know, you know what? I get some, I get eighty percent positive to the the twenty percent negative, mm-hmm. and that's all I care about. Something you do is gonna resonate with someone. So why hold that back from the world? Go out and do it and help somebody. You know, I love that. That's yeah. I mean,
0: that's really great advice, and and I agree with you. It's like. The more you share, the more you inspire and the more you believe in yourself exactly. and say I can share these things, the more people are also gonna believe in you. Right. And feel like, oh my gosh. And then the, you know, those negative comments of course will still be there, but it's gonna be far and few between right. because you're believing in what you're putting out there and what you're doing. Absolutely. Which is what you've been doing. Right. So good for you. You're I mean, you're so motivational. I so, so appreciate much. you being, you know, on my show. Thanks Tell us where, of course, you know, we can find you, you yes. know, on social, on your, you know, fun viral mm-hmm. and social media <laughs> experience. Like Go ahead and tell everyone where they can find
1: you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Brian Breach. Twitter is uh, Brian underscore Breach. YouTube is Brian Breach 03. Facebook is Brian Breach 03. And most importantly, guys, please follow me on MySpace. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Do I, need to my I, I said that <laughs> same joke on 105.1, and they were dead silent. And then yeah, I looked at them. I was like, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm like, I'm joking. They're like, ah. Was, oh my yeah, God, that's so yeah. Funny. freaking MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Justin okay. Timberlake actually bought that out. I, I don't. Hear that, I don't know how but it's, I it's exactly doing
0: now haven't seen anything with him, i
1: haven't you know? seen i yet. definitely
0: haven't reactivated my account no, yeah it somewhere <laughs> well, imagine finding the pictures on there oh jesus right i'm glad it's deleted yeah. yeah oh my gosh so funny okay cool so they can find you all over social yep. and your youtube and and feel free to dm brian you know he is someone who does love to talk yes. and share inspiration and wants you to feel inspired so you know definitely check him out and thank you so much for being on thanks awesome so much i, I appreciate it you. thanks yes. for having me cheers till next time
1: cheers Bye. mate
0: Hey guys, so I don't usually record before an episode, but I thought today I would because today's guest is a little different than my normal for Stripped Down, but I really loved his story and you know how he's inspiring and the entrepreneur that he's become, and we recently connected on social media and started following each other and became friends, and I truly felt inspired personally by his journey, and I thought, you know what, you gotta come on Stripped Down and share your real and raw self, and inspire others even more so. So I hope you guys liked today's episode. He was in LA for a TEDx and so I grabbed him to be on my show today. And so I hope you like it. Happy Monday.